Hello, we're Travis. And Caitlin. The duo behind Fool and Scholar Productions and the creators of Vast Horizon. Vast Horizon is back for season two, and it wouldn't be possible without the engagement of our fans and Patreon supporters. We're able to create hours and hours of content because of this support. Today, though, we'd like to tell you about the special episode we released for our horror D&D podcast, Dark Dice. We recently released a special Pride Month episode titled Tiefling in the Details, with the hopes to introduce and celebrate the LGBTQIA community. Tiefling in the Details is part of the month-long program to raise donations for the Trevor Project. Listeners can donate to vote on what happens in the follow-up episode, and we're also hosting an art commission auction. Additionally, we are hosting a Game Master Auction, where you can throw in your bid to rent a GM from an amazing lineup of masterful podcast GMs like Victoria of the Broadswords, our own Travis from Dark Dice, and many more. The donations from voting and bidding go to benefit the Trevor Project, and we are already floored by how generous our community has been. Additionally, while we at Fool and Scholar Productions work with people across the globe, Caitlin and myself currently live in the U.S. The United States is currently seeing powerful protests for change, and we stand with the protesters fighting back against the unjust treatment of black communities and communities of color. This is a fight against discrimination, intolerance, racism, and hate. This is a time for action, and enacting change looks different for everyone. So we urge you to find a way you can support what's right. Stay safe, register to vote, and remember that all lives won't matter until Black Lives Matter. Now, thank you for joining us, and prepare for Fast Horizon. Vast Horizon, Season 2, Episode 3, Connections. We need help here. What's wrong? I don't know. She threw up and then fainted. Her blood pressure's low. When did you start to see symptoms? Did she mention anything else? When was she last feeling normal? Are you her parent or guardian? Her hands have a rash. She's my sister. I don't know about any other symptoms. She didn't eat lunch, though. My other sister may know more, I think. What's wrong with her? Did she seem like she didn't have an appetite? Maybe. I didn't speak with her much. My other sister came to get me when she fainted. Where... Where did she go? Nolira? There you are. Stay close to me. Start her on fluids and let's get some blood tests running. Any information you have could be important. Allergies, medications. Does she have any ongoing medical conditions? No. No allergies, no meds. Not that I can think of. She broke her nose last year, but that's the only time I can remember her being in the hospital. Did she eat something unusual? Where were you when the symptoms first presented? How long has she been feeling ill? Hours? Days? I don't know. We were at Hertal Park. Connie and Nolira were playing, and I wasn't paying attention. We've been to the park before. This has never happened. I already called her parents. They're on the way. She just fainted a few minutes ago, but she may have been feeling ill for the last five hours or so. Ventricular dysrhythmias. Prepare her for external cardioregulation. They were playing together. Could your sister know more? Hey, Noli, do you know anything else about what's happening to Connie? Something that could help the doctor? She didn't want her lunch. Did she say anything else to you? 
你可以告诉我，我跟你医生讲。他说他在午餐前感到头晕，有点不知头绪。这发生在我们喝完茶之后。Connie felt confused and dizzy before lunch, so about four or five hours ago, maybe six. She may have eaten something. It doesn't look like a head injury. She'll be fine, right? Noli, 过去坐好，等我过来找你。Wait. What is in your hand, Noli? What do you have? What plant is that? Oleander. Get forty grams of absorption suspension and a pediatric gastric lavage kit. Nolira, what is that? Is it poisonous? Did you know? You can't keep this stuff from me. When did she eat it, Nolira? You have not listened. Connie's situation is serious. 病得不轻。Nolira, listen to me. Wait, you spoke to Poe. There's someone here you need to meet. Meet? Wait, who else did they rescue from the ship? <laughs> Am I for not? Guilt is a powerful thing, but maybe this is the one thing you're not guilty of. Did you find Poe? No, her mother, Doctor Yano. She was the first to be found. Her escape vessel was nearest the Cyro Seven when it's.、Um, well, they, they they found her nearest the wreckage. She was in bad condition, and is still recovering. If you have news of her daughter, you should speak with her. But she's in recovery. Certainly, she's not taking visitors. She's doing well enough now. I've visited her a few times. She was recently moved to a cabin for the remainder of her recovery. Ah,、uh, should I go see her now? Wouldn't it be the right thing to do? I can bring you there if you'd like, unless you're too hungry to go right now. No, I've lost my appetite. I think I should speak with her. What happened to the Cyroy Seven? The Cyroy Seven was a small slipline transporter. Somewhere between Junction sixty-five and sixty-six, something intercepted our path and punctured through the hull, straight through the ship. I'm not an engineer, so I can't guess to the specifics. But the whole ship began cracking and, and, and heating up, starting near the engines. Within the span of ten minutes, everything was falling apart. Some of the rooms became too hot to enter, and the engineers told us to evacuate the ship. We only had twelve people on board, and each escape vessel was only built for either one or two passengers, so we had enough for everyone. It all happened very quickly. Was everyone able to evacuate in time? Well, we can hope so. Uh, I cannot say that with certainty. The auxiliary vessel chambers were in four different spots around the ship, and as the ship started to become impassable, we couldn't reach each other easily. And after the Cyroy Seven shattered, exploded, really, I, I didn't see it, but I felt it. Something hit my ship, but not enough to kill my pod or、um, me, as, as you can see. But that may not be true for the others. Do you know what hit the ship? No, no, no ideas. I never even saw the damage. It was so small, like like dust, but it, it tore right through the hull. At least that's that's what I heard from Candon before we were separated. Oh, I'm glad to know he's all right. Is Poe alive? Is this Doctor Yano's room? Yes. Should I join you? I think so. I don't know her. 
Oh, Auden. Nice of you to stop by. And you are... Dr. Nalira Ed. Dr. Jian Antui. I, I heard you were on board. So it seems everyone has. I was speaking to Auden about the Cyroy 7. It seems you're recovering well. There appear to be more ships in need out here than the Walton had counted on. <laughs> it does seem so. I'm doing very well. I was legally dead for a while, a, a few days back. Rather a strange thought, but I have modern medicine and Dr. Yin said to thank for fixing that. Please, come in. Sit down. You have to tell her, Nolira. She deserves to know. Is there something I can do for you? She's my mother! She should have been on the other end of that transmission, not your murderous ass! Tell her! Well, Dr. Jiang Antwi and I were, were talking, and uh, the Walton is docking with Candon and Dylan's auxiliary escape vessel. We should be able to see them by tomorrow. That's good news. I have to thank Candon for his quick response. I was stunned while everything was happening. Perhaps Candon will have some answers as to what caused all of this. <laughs> I thought she was dead! She's here. She's here, and where am I? No one's ever going to find me. No, Lyra. Did you have something? I, uh, just wanted to speak with you. I survived some brutal situations. Back on the Bifrost. It's hard to talk about. I, I thought it might have been easier to speak with someone else who had gone through an accident. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to go. I'm sorry for disturbing your rest, Dr. Yano. Stop! Oh, excuse me. Stop! Cowardly little bitch! Just go tell her! What, this time around, is the death a little too personal? How many little Trennan kids do you think you killed? But this... this is too hard? You're not helping. Are you alright? Poe's dead, isn't she? It's alright. We can tell Dr. Yano soon. I can't imagine being the last person to speak to Poe. She was... well, I wouldn't say she was a sweet kid, but uh, she had a... she had a lot of drive. She wanted to do a lot with her life. You don't deserve this! Talking to someone like you're a real person! Excuse me, I need to go lay down. Thank you, Auden. I will tell her later. About Poe. I will. You're dumb as dirt if you think I'm going to let you take a breather. <laughs> Let's start with the Bifrost. Oh, maybe even the Cyroy 7. How do ships get destroyed so thoroughly? Usually when something attacks it. So, if the Imperium knows you're out here, maybe they're just hopping around shooting up any ship they see as a doctor on board. What, you really thought this part couldn't be about you? Sometimes you're so self-centered, other times you're as naive as I am. Well, as I used to be. So, the Imperium comes after you, looking for their, what did they call you? Anguane Finshan? face of a withering. Well, the translation's not all there, but you get the gist. Looking for their Anguane Finshan, and instead, they find a little technocracy slipliner. Poof. <laughs> not even that! Just death and splintered metal in the void of space. So quiet. Like it never really happened. Why do you keep calling it the Imperium? <laughs> At one point, we all called them that. You used to think it was a culture all its own, worthy of at least some modicum of respect. So now it's nothing. The Exilarchy, who decided on that? Not them. It was war! The Trenant Free Planets! No, I'm not getting into a shouting match with a figment of my imagination. 
Well, that would be fun to watch. You just don't want to admit that you were the start of every iota. Every cell of pain for your loved ones and strangers across the galaxies. Ever since you lost those legs of yours. Little Noli. Ying Jiang. One horrible turn of events after another. Zizi, classical music, high volume. Enjoy. You're there. Please. Water. Even just water. I have been... They gave me a message to translate for you. Are you really her? On Grain Fincha? Yes, I am. Are you another free Trenin then? You should know none of the translators they sent survived for long. I fought against them. They can call me a traitor, but I know I did the right thing. But you... Unclaimed Finchem, we have taken some from you. We can never take enough, but we will try, though we set bounds. We know what innocents are. We will take from you food, water, and give it back to take it all again. Those who are not innocent, we will take. We learned your brother is a soldier, and we could take him only to find we already had. We learned of your friends and protectors, Clement, Lawrence, and Traitorous Gunton. And when we came for you, we took them from you too. We will find more, and you will watch your world wither as we were forced to watch ours. Then They'll kill you! You will die first, Unquick Fincham. They'll never give me that luxury. Sorry, Ganton, Clement, Lawrence, you didn't deserve it. Water, please, even just water. Something. Well, you never went to the mess hall, so I, I brought you something to eat. But are you all right? You look terrible. How exactly should I look, all things considered? Uh, uh, what I meant is, uh, half an hour ago, you, you didn't look like you'd seen... Uh, never mind, I, I guess you have. I shouldn't have said that. I'm, I'm going to go. I hope you recover well, and I hope you feel like you can talk to Dr. Yano soon. She's a good woman. She deserves to know the truth. I know. Thank you. You need to tell her. Fine. Sit here and wallow. I'll be back. How's your lunch, Basil? Uh, oh, fine. Fine, thanks. You look concerned, Basil. Are you alright? <clears throat> well, Miko, really... 
I might have researched some stuff on the internet on my lunch break, and I only just realized how bad of an idea that might have been. Stuff. Basil, what did you do? Nothing. Not nothing. I, I'm writing a book. Like a big adventure novel. Actually, it's a trilogy, but I need to know how my main character might craft a certain thing. So I had to look up how to build those things. I think I messed up. I know what you're thinking. Why didn't I use incognito mode? I was right there. I just didn't think. That doesn't matter, Basil. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. Your internet service provider can still see every website you've ever visited. Ah, oh, this is not making me feel better, Mika. I'm getting to it. Just use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. It doesn't matter what ISP you have, ExpressVPN keeps you secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the strongest encryption available. That's why, even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. But it is my tablet, not my computer. Will it still work? Of course. ExpressVPN is available on any device, tablet, phone, even your smart TV. So this might really work. <laughs> well, for future research, sure, you should protect your online activity today. Here, try this link, expressvpn.com slash fast. You can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. I hear that's enough time to research even more of my books. Wait, say that again, I need to write it down. That's expressvpn.com slash fast. So go to expressvpn.com slash fast to learn more and check it out for yourself. Thanks, Mika. Wait, how do you know so much about VPNs? <laughs> we all have our own research vessel. Now, don't we have some robots to build? Zizi, could you play me the audio voicemail I saved from Dr. Miriam Wu? Which one would you like to hear? The most recent, from after the Bifrost lunch. Hey, Noira. I call in a favor, even though I know you won't get this until the Bifrost gets near the ULSS or if you're woken up your shift. But I hope you can reach you, even if you are. I didn't expect so much. I really love you. We had always cracked jokes about it, but it's been several months since you left, and I think now that everything is settled, I want you to know. I wouldn't want you to be the first to know, but, well, that's a bit difficult now. We launched our first agriculture satellite four months ago, and I was at the award ceremony just three nights ago in Sengupta. I got it, Noira. I won. I am now the most recent recipient of the Catholic Principal Prize in Agriculture and current frontrunner for the fifth seat in the Agriculture Division Council. You made this possible. I've worked hard. I won't feel sorry for this, but I do feel I do know none of this would have been possible without you. This could have been yours, and I can only hope you find something that makes you happy out there. Where's the rest? There was more. There, something is missing. That is the end of the voicemail. No, there's more. She talks about when I helped her fill out the paperwork. Of when we went to find her a new apartment. There's more. I know it. That is the end of the voicemail. But I remember. It could have been corrupted on the Bifrost or during the transfer.
as the Walton Auxiliary docked. Docked, and the new survivors have been brought to Dr. Yensei, Captain. And you spoke with our new esteemed guest? Yes, she is still recovering from her injuries. Sit down, Gran. Tell me what you believe pertinent. I can confirm that the human rescued from the Bifrost is Dr. Nolira Xiang Antwi, though the data taken from the Bifrost has her listed as Dr. Nolira Ek. The other Bifrost survivor is a prisoner from the Exile Archy. He has been moved to a cell. As for Dr. Xiang Antwi, I believe there is more to the happenings on the Bifrost than what I have currently discussed with her, but she does appear distressed regarding the unknown whereabouts of the crew. While we may know she is Dr. Jiang Antui, the official documents moving forward will not list her as such. All crew and guests aboard will be instructed in this. I will send out the notice. Dr. Jiang Antui is dead, by rule of the Technocracy and the Free Trenon Alliance. Dr. Eck, though, is our guest. Dr. Eck may be our only lead, given our limited knowledge on the Bifrost's catastrophe event. But you believe she knows nothing... I believe she does not know what caused the event, but I do not believe she is telling us the whole truth. She is evasive. And your personal opinions are not disturbing your judgment? My personal opinions affect only my personal thoughts, not my actions on the Walton. I know, Gran. Though, I worry we cannot hold some of our crew to the same mark. The chatter about the Doctor has been spread throughout the ship quickly and with limited evidence. In my case, the evidence was clear. Seeing her... Hearing her, few Trenon cannot recognize her, Captain. It will be addressed. The state of the Bifrost is the more concerning problem. We have two more beacons from the Cyroy 7 auxiliary pods to follow up on, and then we will return back to the Bifrost wreckage. There are three more Cyroy 7 auxiliary pods still unaccounted for, Captain. And Dr. Eck has stated that she received a transmission from one while on the Bifrost's communications bay. Have the comms crew search the data we brought back for the recording. We have not heard from the others. We also have 400,000 humans in Trenon from the Bifrost out there somewhere. The wreckage may give us greater clues, but what does the data say? What were we able to take from that... Carcass, sir. A bit tactless, Commander, but sadly true. I have some of the data here. Bifrost audiovisual written and stored data since 4321.25.06 have not been recovered. The few scraps that are present are corrupt, come from before 26.09, from automated processes that were eventually disrupted. These sadly tell us nothing of use. There are no records from Captain Park regarding anything outside standard operating procedures before the 25.06 cutoff. The survivors report having been awake on the Bifrost for a total of three days maximum, so we have no knowledge of activity on the Bifrost between the last input on 2609 and their awakening on approximately 28.07. So Dr. Eck and the prisoner were unconscious for 31 days? At a minimum, yes. And not just unconscious. Both were in continued suspension of some kind. The doctor was on active shift but had suffered a head injury in the agronomy lab. She was in the medical bay at the time of the event, and the system kept her suspended until the program encountered an error. The prisoner was in a suspension cell to await work in the core system, and it appears the suspension cell also faced an error at some equivalent time. The last time the Bifrost checked in with the ULSS was seven months ago, on schedule at the same ULSS we made our last check-in with before departing Technocracy and Free Trenon Alliance space. It is now here, our current sector, 
having moved off course by 0.002%. Given this new bearing and the Bifrost's current position, it was calculated that the Bifrost had increased speed, reaching its maximum velocity approximately two months before it was scheduled to do so. We could not find any signals or visual confirmation of Bifrost auxiliary escape vessels among the extensive wreckage. Dr. Dr. Eck stated that the crew appeared to have left in a hurry, and our limited time on board confirms this to be true thus far. Something caused the Bifrost to accelerate before it was destroyed. Whatever it was may also have prompted the divergence from the intended course, or this may have been a result of some initial stage event. We are tracking it now, but the wreckage is still moving. We were able to slow the movement, but by the time we return, the wreckage will have separated significantly. Each moment we wait is a possible loss to our investigation and recovery efforts. This is the projected area we must search for the Bifrost auxiliary vessels. Given the possible speed of the vessels, the total possible allotted time since launch, and the possibility of transferred inertia... It would take a fleet of ships five weeks to search all of that. First, we retrieve the vessels we've located from the Cyroy 7. Once they are safely aboard the Walton, we will return to the nearest slipline junction and send a physical shot down the line. The increased urgency of the message warrants the risk. We will need help to find these people, and more so when we do. The Walton could never take on more than 300 people. (sighs) Commander, talk to the engineers about these numbers. Talk to Dr. Eck and the prisoner if needed. Any possible data to narrow down this search field. Excuse me, I have several messages to prepare. What time is it? It is currently 0715 TSS. Wait, Zizi, what date is it? Today is 4321-2905. Would you like to know the crew birthdays for today? No, thank you. 2905? That long? Zizi, how do I get to the mess hall? Take the elevator at the end of the hall to level 2. Level is not calling out for more ships. He will, I suspect, but we are days from a ULS or slipline junction. We only have four auxiliary craft for search and rescue missions. I wonder how many months all of us will end up adding to our trip, you know, by the end of it all? There's always the possibility we will be out here for far longer than originally expected. Well, I never hear you trying to get back to Ogolkwa. <laughs> well, out here everything's free. I get paid to sit most days and do nothing, and get paid to further my studies, and I get paid to go out into space to help people. All in all, I get paid to do the things I would do even if I wasn't getting paid. Lawrence? (laughs) No one's here, no Lyra. I heard him. Seems like you're being a little too hopeful. I shouldn't have run. You shouldn't do most of the things you do. But who knows? Maybe I've got a cellmate in here somewhere. (sighs) If you think about it, you're more responsible for his death than mine. 
Season 2, Episode 3, Connections Written and created by K.A. Stats Produced with sound design by Travis Vengroff Mixed and mastered by Brandon Strader With dialogue editing by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions Starring Siobhan Lumsden as Dr. Nolira Eck Tanya Maloyevich as the AI Daniel Demerin as Sunsanonan Rune Christy Luce as Po Yano Sophie Yang as Dr. Wu Spring Ho and Mimi Chan as Zizi David Devereaux as Auden Barrow, Ewan Chung as Chen Jiang, A.R. Olivieri as Sergeant Lawrence, David Alt as Captain Sarpon, and Lonnie Manila as Commander Gran. This episode featured additional voices by Ethor Vihirson, Pem Cleveland, Vin Ernst, Cole Burkhardt, and Brad Colebrook. The title theme for Vast Horizon, Adrift, was written by Brandon Boone, arranged by Stephen Malin, and sung by the Budapest Scoring Choir. Translations were provided by Sophie Yang. This episode would not be possible without the support of our listeners on Patreon. To get access to bonus content, like outtakes and bonus episodes, please support our show on Patreon, or by sharing this show with a friend, or leaving a kind review. This production is copyrighted 2020 by Fool and Scholar Productions, and Vast Horizon is a trademark of Caitlin Stats. Thank you for listening. <laughs>